0: It's okay. Bam, we're live. Bam, we're live. Bam, bam, it's, bam. Uh, let me check his name. Bam, we're live. Let me show you guys. Uh, Kettlebells yeah. and
1: Cairns is the guy's uh, name.
0: Kettlebells. Uh, is this your Instagram account?
1: Yeah, he yeah. says he's a, he's not very happy with me. I guess I don't I don't see it on there. Is it gone? Did they delete it? I don't know. I can see it right here.
2: What the
0: heck? what's up people are say. So, I, I think I, I heard some rumblings about that on some, one of the threads i'm on brian someone's upset with you about some team picks
1: yeah he's mad uh, this guy or a couple of people they were upset <coughs> uh, i think mostly with how i ranked um <laughs> <laughs> Crossfit Omni. hey
0: wait sorry 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 say that again sorry i was, I was multitasking sorry okay <laughs> bam we're live did the show start fuck yeah 50 seconds ago hi okay what well, it's all sorts of house clean this is brian's instagram that's up okay go Ryan, you look smiley today. You're in a, you're fine. You're, you look like you're in a great mood. Oh, Vellner. should have known.
1: No, I, I told you earlier when we talked. I got a workout in and it changed my mood. I did All 28 right. minutes on the echo bike and it was great. I thought you oh, were going to work a, a workout idea. in and change my underwear. <laughs> I also, you know, just had dinner and showered and feeling.
2: So there's an underwear change. I don't see it on here. That's weird. You could see it on your end, but I can't see it
1: on mine. Oh, no, The Dan, that Dan Church is the first guy. It's this one here at the top. Oh, with the seven
2: replies we should have known. Yeah, 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 this is That's good.
0: bold putting Omnia Black so far down the line. First of all, who is Omnia Black? Wait, Omnia who?
1: Black, which is- Is that crazy. an ultimate Frisbee team? <laughs> Omnia Black was the winners of the Atlas Games this year and also the winners of the Granite Games last year. I was so impressed- Wait, so
0: sorry- they're a a CrossFit team that won the Atlas games.
1: That's the worst region in North America, right? That's the one where like, not necessarily for the teams. Okay. For the men and the women, I think that they had the least depth in their field. And for the women, I think they had the, the least top end strength also relative to the North American semifinals. But for the team division, there were a couple of good teams there for sure. And they're taking, but listen,
0: Matt. You hear what he's saying? I'm saying they're ass. And he said, "Well, they were lacking some strength." <laughs>
1: That's like corporate babble. <laughs> anyway, so there's CrossFit and Omnia Black. <clears throat> first of all, I think that there's an an error on this uh, post in general, where I it says that both CrossFit and Pro in Montreal were first at the Atlas Games. That was this is a new guy that I'm using for some graphics, and there's a miscommunication, and that that happened. So I, I own that and I acknowledge that, and I'm sorry about that. But CrossFit Omnia Black is a team that I know very well. I was really, really impressed with them at the Granite Games last year. There were some good teams there, including Move Fast, Latevi. Obviously, they ended up being, uh, failing a drug test last year. Um, and Granite and uh, Omnia crushed them. They won by like, over 100 points. And I was so and I was there live in person. I was really impressed with everything that they did. And I thought they would do great at the games. I think I ranked them maybe in the top five, threatening for a podium spot. And they finished 16th. In general. I think that this games field for teams is stronger than last year's. It's deeper. So there's okay. teams here in the 20s that I would have thought could finish in the teens last year. Additionally, so if they took
0: 16 last year, there's no way they're going to do better than 16 this year if you think that the teams are better.
1: That's part, part of the theory. But, you know, okay. obviously I went through a process of putting these teams in order and they're all there for a reason. Um, but the team that they're comparing them to is Pro 1 Montreal. Pro 1 Montreal was second at Atlas Games. And uh, I have them ranked in the top 10 and they finished in the top 10 last year. And I think maybe Pat knows this. They've improved their roster from last year. They've had three returners. And I think that they've gotten a strong addition onto their team. So I think that they will be a a really good team in a really tough team division. And I'm waiting for Omnia to hopefully prove to me and to us, to everyone who's rooting for them, that they can do better at the games this year than they did last year. And this dude's pissed. Oh yeah. (laughs) Super pissed. He told me that my research is worse than a monkey.
0: Oh, monkey,
1: monkey pox. Pox. Oh, <laughs> <gonna say> it.
3: <laughs>
0: hey, I, I can't even believe you talk about
1: the teams. Uh, I, try like in, I try to be, I try to be, I try to be as uh, in, in, involved as I can in as many divisions as possible. Um, I was thinking about doing it for all of the masters and teenage divisions, but I'm not, I don't think I'm well prepared enough. And for people that are interested in some, um, rankings or predictions for those divisions i would refer you to bill grundler's instagram he's going to be calling the action for the age groups this year and he's starting to put up some predictions and thoughts about those uh those divisions so that's where i would refer you for that
0: and if you're interested in anything besides the top five people like patrick velner justin medeiros and tia toomey don't watch this podcast because we don't fuck around with the schleps patrick hi
3: what's up guys
2: <clears throat> How are you all doing? in the air a little bit? We're good. Brian just getting some things off his chest after he disrespected a team, so now we're good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> look that's very adult of him. It's good to go back and, you know, revisit things like that. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: It wasn't adult of him, Patrick. He was telling this guy, hey, you're a dipshit in, in the nice Brian way. In
1: the nice <laughs> nice Brian, like, yeah. And different. the guy is a dipshit. I mean, no, come no, on, I man. Pre- Look, I, asked, I do ask in the post for people to tell me their opinions. Who do you think could be higher and lower? But it's one thing to tell me your opinion. And it's another thing to insult my level of research when I spent, you know, most of the weekend investigating every team on that list
3: yeah yeah that's tough because everybody's everybody's doing their own research these days mm-hmm. <laughs> and that with varying degrees of diligence i think and it, you know everybody wants their people to succeed as well right so everybody's got their bias on what they think about certain teams and stuff so or individuals even think so, of it's, ha- a tu- it's a tough thankless job we've, we've <laughs> actually
1: we've actually learned this year that you can actually predict 18 people to finish in the top 10
3: oh wow who Isn't
0: did that
1: good? who did that well, you know all these people that are saying, "Oh, those right, says, right." How could you not have this person in the top ten? I said, "Great, who would you take out?" Well, I'm just saying.
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all time right? Because
0: hey, you work like, so. Go ahead, Patrick. Go ahead.
3: There's just there's just a lot of good people, right? Like it's tough, and everybody, you know, everybody has standout performances in certain things. So it's tough to just be like, "Hey, oh yeah, well, I saw this guy crush this one thing this one time. I think he should be up there," but. You're right. There's there's not a lot of space sometimes. <laughs> That's the biggest problem.
0: Pat, where are you right now? Where are you sitting?
3: I'm at home. I'm in oh, office are. at home.
0: Are you yep. getting ready to roll?
3: Uh yeah, we leave on Friday. Friday morning. And today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. So work and, and, tomorrow and then I'll probably like pack all Thursday and get organized and then leave Friday.
0: Wait, you said you work tomorrow? Yep. J O B? J O B, man. Oh, and what will that look like? Uh, look at Matt I, I smiling. Sousa loves the working class. I pff, I, I
2: mean, may, it's just, we hear all these athletes, well, things have changed. I have a kid, you know, my training slowed down and Patch is like holding down a full-time job with the new son and still absolutely <laughs> crushing it. And just like nonchalant, like, well, I got work, so I'm not leaving till Friday, you know?
3: I will say like, I'm not, you know, I work, I think tomorrow I'm working like a half day. My clinic rotations right now are not like, insanely busy because this time of year obviously i'm trying to train a lot more and so you know that's one of the perks of being able to make your own schedule too is i can just take less hours in the clinic for when i need or block certain days or whatever and then when i get home in august and september i'll open up lots of days and i'll work a lot more because i'm not going to be trained very much so it's just like that's kind of one of the perks of what i have as a job so uh you know i try not to leave people flapping in the wind though one of the the things about treating patients and dealing with people is that, you know, they get used to seeing you regularly or whatever. And if you, if you leave, you know, I've got to organize care for them while I'm gone and do whatever. So it's just like, you you want to be there for people too, if they're in like having acute issues or whatever it is. So if I can be, you know, doing a reasonable day, probably what I'm going to do tomorrow is work a half day, chill at the clinic, have lunch and actually do some like treatment on myself and then i'll uh, oh
0: hell of a job this job this he works story is just taking a horrible turn
3: (laughs) (laughs) then i'm gonna gonna go to the gym and do something after that but you know i try to like get do something it's nice to do something that takes me away from the gym too
0: patrick i love you will you sign my at the games
3: my card oh is (laughs) that what it said i'm assuming that's one of those uh one of those trading cards
0: oh yes
1: she, okay, she's she's actually Pat, Pat, Pat. She's actually a member at my gym. Oh really? Oh yeah. She's a huge you fan of Facilitate Zeros. that. She started coming to the gym in the um during the open, and she's like, found out that I knew you. She's like, you know Pat Valner. <laughs> uh, get your card color. at
0: Wad Zombie while they last, because they won't last long.
1: I'm not sure what kind of run they made, but <clears throat> I would grab mine. But it's by the bed bedside table. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Next to the lotion,
0: probably. That's where my, my Colt Mertons card is. Nice. Uh, can can I show you guys something? I know this is Pat's show, but I just want I want, I want to show you guys something here real quick. Mm, I'm very. Oh, oh, you should be. So I think I can just click here and put share, <laughs> and then I can. I don't. Can you guys? I don't know if you guys can hear the audio on this. Can you let me know? Can if you can. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, bam.
1: Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. Bam. We're you asking for feedback?
0: Yeah, yes, yes. What what should I edit? How did you like that? Could you tell that was Patrick Velner's body
1: under my head?
0: Well, well when it said
1: Vellner on the jersey, I could. Who who
3: made that for you?
1: My boyfriend, my newest boyfriend. Here's my two my two I first first watch. I would probably like it to be five seconds shorter. Okay. And I think that the last image needs to be something memorable of you on someone else's body. Like an image that everyone would know, like Dave doing an announcement, or Glassman giving a speech, or Pukey the clown, or something memorable.
0: You already sound smarter than anyone doing media currently at CrossFit Inc. (laughs) And he got in a dig. (laughs) What did you think, Patrick? Do you have any feedback for me? (laughs) He's still in shock.
3: I don't know. Just take it in. Just, just throw the uh, whole thing away I'm and still start like, over. Yeah, I'm still wondering who, who took the time.
1: <laughs> and I, an hour from now, Pat's gonna be laying in bed and banging. he's just gonna start chuckling. His wife's gonna say, What are you laughing about? He's like, Sevan, show me this ridiculous. Like, fish. You
3: wouldn't understand. forget about it. <laughs> I'm this like pencil fo- photo of Sevan's head and my rolling around in my skull for the next few days.
0: <laughs> did you did you compete at the CrossFit games against Rich Froning?
3: Uh, not individual. No, my, I did. I was there on a team in 2015 right. and that was the first year he went team. So technically I did that year, but not, uh, not ever an individual.
0: And then, and then 2016, you, um, you went individual. That was your first year going individual. Yeah. Waited for Rich to retire. And, and then, and then that was the year, uh, Mr. Yeah, back, Smith. that backfired. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the year, Mr. Smith oh, no,
3: I, I guess not. So 15 would have been, yeah. So Richard would have retired two years before from individual. So Ben won the year I was team in an individual. And then the okay. first year I went individual was Matt's first year winning.
0: Okay. Okay. Cause I was wondering, I was like, wow, wouldn't it? And, and did Brent come in before or after you?
3: Same year, same year, same year.
1: Who was, uh, a, oh, do you hold those two points? Remind him about those two points a lot. <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Great
3: answer. Uh, did no you guys I was know, talking like, to Heather? somebody about this recently actually and I think that there's been like that stuff happens all the time right and Brent's actually unfortunately been on the on the wrong end of a couple of those shakedowns like that year's one 2018 when Lucas Hogberg took third by a tie break um he's kind of
1: it also happened to him like three times at regionals before he made yeah
3: so he, he's had a couple that have been just you know been he's been right there but just missed it by uh, you know fractional margins Um, and on the like contrary to that I've actually generally when the things have been really close I've generally come out on the right side of it so it's funny because it doesn't really signify that much of a difference of fitness you know I think I beat them by two points that year based on like a tenth of a second run to the finish but you know, then who gets the hardware is like, and then when you're in conversations with people, like that's, that's what gets talked about. Right. And so Brent's got two podiums and I've got four, but like he could just as easily have four very, very easily. Right. Um, If we're not for like a tie break and like a, you know, an extra breath. So, uh, and you have bigger paychecks
0: paychecks because of it. Hardware and bank account.
3: Yeah. What is the difference between second and fourth place? the difference is not that big. It's it's definitely not that big.
1: But there could be, like, uh, you know, clauses in a sponsorship if you get on a podium or something like that. And and the margins yeah. are incredibly small. And there's people that miss the games this year by a tenth of a second. Chloe Wilson.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you put any effort into thinking about what the events could be, Patrick?
3: I try not to, really. I think my coach does. Um, and we talk a little bit about that. I mean, I wouldn't spend a lot of time extra time in training, trying to like play with new things. Cause I think it might come up. Um, I think that, you know, I have thoughts about what the changes to the games mean this year with, um, Adrian at the helm, um, and what that could look like, but you know, you'll make yourself crazy trying to guess. And I don't think there's any real, uh, real value in stressing yourself out over that stuff. It's just, it's going to be what it's going to be. And, frankly, at this point, you're either ready or you're not.
1: Did you have any initial thoughts when you saw the general schedule outline that they released? Did you like the day <laughs> off or not?
3: I mean, we've kind of always had the day off thing. Um, Almost always. I, yeah. I think in my career, we've only not had it once. Um, but, it, you know, I, the day off's fine. Like, I think it works well, especially when you're managing the age groups and stuff like that. Um, I think – I was surprised a couple of the blocks looked really small because they had team and individual blocks together, and there were some that were like an hour. Uh, What is that? Is
0: that like the broad jump? What the fuck is that? Yeah. You guys all started and run one somewhere?
3: So, I mean, it makes you think like it must either be a mass start of some kind or some event where you can run, I don't know, simultaneous heats or something where – because how do you run – whatever it is 40 teams 40 men 40 women in an hour like that's just logistically it becomes interesting um and i think there's only 12 blocks on the schedule so it made me think there's i don't think there'll only be 12 scores i think probably there's a double scored event somewhere in there um so you know that was kind of like my knee jerk but uh i'm i'm interested to see what uh how they're going to run some of those really tight ones how many like, athletes at the
0: games? How many athletes at the games total? But kids to uh, grannies, do we know?
3: Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't have. Oh, the there's idea.
1: there are sixteen masters divisions for men and women, <laughs> or sixteen okay. masters divisions that have ten each this year. And then there's the four teenage divisions. I think there are three or maybe four adaptive divisions that are live at the games this year. They have five each. Is anyone doing the math?
0: I am. That's yeah. two hundred with the old, but but adaptive Plus won't be doing this. I don't think adaptive will do the same
1: workout as the. Yeah, but he's wow, just talking about the 320 on day one in an hour window. Those are the teams plus individuals, 160 right. team members. Well, actually it's less than that by uh, 12 because there's only 37 oh, right. teams coming and then 80 individuals. Okay. Did I do the so math? Huh?
0: Well, e- either way, I'm just thinking. Like 230 pick, people. Is that a lot? of? That's not a lot of chips. Triathlons will put fucking a thousand chips in someone, right? Like, so, so they could chip up 300 athletes and have just a mass start.
3: Right. In theory. Yes. But I, I think that that's so chaotic. Like, even if you look at whatever. Well, they let you guys map. go
0: like three seconds before, you know what I mean? They let you guys go just, or five, yeah, 10 but seconds let's say
3: before. The, the like offsite event that they have permits for, like takes you to the Capitol and whatever, like presumably there's something going on at the Capitol. So like, even just to then have all the athletes finish and then have 250 athletes finished there at the finish line at the Capitol, all standing in one place. It's like, it's too many bodies. They may they oh. make you run back <laughs> <laughs> From- still then like same problem. It's just like, how do you then have everybody finished all in one place At I don't know. It, it, I'm interested to see, like, it either means that it's kind of like a mass start event, maybe shorter length. Or I don't know, like maybe they're just running heats of a shorter event. Like, I don't know. Anyway, like, again, I, I don't lose sleep over it. I'm not trying to figure it out. What, what about the be. gymnastics? Schedule is uh, not my job.
0: What about the <laughs> gymnastics? Um, people are speculating. Uh, we did a show and JR really dug into it. And it doesn't it doesn't sound too far of a stretch that there may be like a press to handstand or some sort of L-sit to uh, handstand.
3: Oh, that'd be fun i think there's yeah. lots of people that would struggle at it and there's lots of people who'd be fine i i'd be curious to see h- how they would put it in you know like it, would you put a press to handstand in as part of a workout where like you have a station you do three press to handstands you move on or are you doing this as like a skill test like max press to handstands you know time limit or unbroken or whatever um i don't know i i don't think it's uh outside the realm of possibility oh there's
0: your buddy your buddy ricky got
3: it it's not it's not that hard of a skill to do i think when you i think most people will be able to do it fine
0: uh i didn't know there were so many girls who thought
3: what the standard is like i didn't know there were so many girls
0: who thought you were cute look at this this is the second
1: girl this is i just glanced over twice and this is the second girl
0: who's like
1: two girls think you're cute i can't believe it's that many (laughs) (laughs) Probably <laughs> <more>. <laughs> Probably more.
3: hey but that's like 100 percent of our female audience so yeah and my wife too actually so three <laughs> back and,
0: uh, and, and you've got the hair trim back a little more than normal a little more a little not much but a little tighter than wadapalooza maybe like a quarter of an inch tighter
3: yeah i got a haircut last week
0: <laughs> oh, my, shit.
3: my my biannual haircut
0: Look, Stephanie uh, Plyler thinks <laughs> Velner is hot as fuck. Let's go with Stephanie. Let's go with Stephanie.
3: <laughs> Stephanie,
2: yep, definitely that.
3: What up, Steve?
2: <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I got a haircut just because uh, I feel like I get chirped a lot for my hair being out of control. And most of the year it's fine, but if I'm going to go hang out in the humidity out there, come on, I'll tighten it up a little bit.
0: Look good, When I know there's going to
3: be a lot of cameras on me, I'll, I'll do something about it. I'm not a monster um media ready
0: is everything going according to plan um from the the big picture to the small picture as as you roll closer to the date you're training you're packing your food your family your your tickets your hotels are all the pieces you feel
3: so far so good travel is a bit of a nightmare these days in general so i'm hoping that nobody has big problems myself included but i'm expecting to at least have i'm prepared to deal with a couple hiccups getting to madison um
0: you going with baby
3: we'll just yeah he's coming
0: and the and, and the wife you're not doing the, just the baby bringing the baby solo to the games <laughs>
3: yeah no i did that the other week for uh to go visit my family but no fortunately i'll have some reinforcements
0: um this is this the third competition you brought no second second competition no.
3: He was at the games last year. He was at Rogue. He was at Waterpulosa. Oh, four. Uh, so he'll be at the yeah. So four. This will be four.
0: And it's working for you. You don't regret it, or you're afraid to tell your wife, "Hey, I think it would be better." No, I'm not going to say it.
3: Well, I think the the reality of just like that stage, um, and you know, in our lives, like my wife was on maternity leave for you know nine months, so she was off. And like, if I'm just going to leave and go to Rogue, she's like, well, I'll I'll come and then we'll go, we'll spend a week in, you know, San Antonio or hang out in Austin for an extra few days after the competition. So we just do that. Like that's our family time. So we kind of have made trips around all the various competitions. We went to Waterpalooza and then we went to Aruba afterwards and spent like a week there just to kind of relax and have some, some holiday. Um, So we kind of have just used it as a way to, to travel a little bit um now she's back working so this is like it's it's going to be less like that now um but when for the last year like when he was you know really small it just kind of made sense
0: how how nice was that going to Aruba knowing that you won too like for me that would be that's like oh the trip's paid for like every drink I ordered I'd get like double shots
3: <laughs> it was nice <clears throat> it's nice to, also there's just like we tend to travel pretty hard like we try to do a lot of stuff So I feel like in the first couple of days, we got a lot of the things done that we wanted to do and Aruba is not a huge Island. So it was just kind of like after two days, there was nothing to do but hang out on the beach. So we got some good relaxing time and it's nice when that feels well-earned and you don't feel guilty at all. Or like you need to be back in the workshop. Um, Yeah, of course that's like, there's nothing better than winning a competition and then taking a holiday immediately after.
0: Are you reading any mindset books? no have you in the last few months no do you have a mindset coach no are you your own mindset coach do you have mindset practice
3: (laughs) i I guess um i don't know i guess i i yeah i think that i don't know i have thoughts about a lot of them like
0: here's one how champions think here's one for you dr bob rotella
3: See, but here's the problem with a lot of those books is I bet you I could tell you exactly what that book says. Okay. It's fine. And it's just like, you know, some of it, there's also different styles that work for different people. And there's a lot more nuance than that. Like everyone can read the word and you can see people try to apply things in their practice that don't work for them, but that's what the book says to do. So they keep trying to do that. And I think that things that you learn over time, like I've, you know, before I ever started CrossFit, I competed like a lifetime of sports already. And I think you learn a lot and you learn what works for you. And I think when a book comes around and says like, hey, well, maybe have you thought about doing this? It's okay to be like, nah, I kind of, I'm doing it this way and it works for me. It's just like, some of the mindset stuff I find is just a bit, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a bit self-congratulatory. I look at a lot of those books I think that the primary demo for all of those books is people buy them who already know what they say and already do what they say and they read them so they can pat themselves on the back and be like, yeah, see, I'm doing, I knew that I knew it. I'm doing it right. Yeah. I, well, it's funny you say that. To me.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what, maybe you're onto something because when I read those books, that is, uh, I would say 90% of it is like, okay, I am doing that. Okay. I am doing it. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's like confirmation that you're on the right path, but there is a 10% takeaway, but, 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 um, the, the other day I, I, um, my, my son was sparring against some kid, uh, three years older than him and, and 30 pounds heavier. And the kid takes him down and, and, and they tussle and, and he arm bars my kid. And then in round two, my kid just immediately double legs and picks him up, throws the kid on his back and gets on top of him. And I said to him, I said, Hey, that's what you needed to do the first time but but he didn't because he he couldn't tap into what he needed to tap into. He needed to be armbarred first, right? What do you do to make sure that you only get one chance at this? So you're at the starting line. What do you do to make sure that you don't get armbarred in a workout that you that what do you tell Patrick Vellner? Um like do you say I'll show my dad for telling me that I'm the runt I'm the runt Velner son motherfucker. I mean like do you have a do you have a uh,
3: No, there's nothing you can do, right? I think that the reality of it is you train to a point to know your body well enough to try to understand your limits. Competition has an awesome way of helping people reach new limits, but, you know, some of it just comes down to, like, how much are you willing to fight and do you know when and where and how to fight? Because some things, it's the wrong place. Like, if I'm, you know, doing a set of 10 unbroken pegboards and I start, like, trying to overreach, you you like you're going to fail and cause serious problems. Like if I have a big set of strict handstand pushups to do just wanting it more or trying to like come out harder, isn't the answer. Um, So, and everybody's got to take
1: a break on those
3: when
0: it's a puzzle guy can
1: come by.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pat
0: (laughs) thought about taking some responsibility for that one.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I shouldn't have stopped, but it's all, it's a puzzle and every, and every athlete's solution is slightly different, right? So, you know, I, it's a bit, you know, yeah, you're right. You get one chance, but reality is we practice a lot in training. Like, you know, you you learn a lot about yourself and you hope, you hope that when you get given a new test, you understand yourself well enough to do the perfect answer for you. Um, and you know, not everybody can win every event. Like there just literally, is not that potential. Um, so, you know, you just have to try to maximize where you can.
0: Maybe a bad example. Let, uh, let me let me try again. Um, are you, Do you talk to yourself or do you let your brain talk to you? Do, do you see what I'm distinguishing there?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think athletics is funny. I think you need to have a bit of a – to be very good, you need to try to convince yourself that you're invincible sometimes. Um, but there's a danger to that. In a lot of situations in certain sports. And I think a lot of like, so say, let's say you're a basketball player. Like, if you miss a couple shots, you can't be, and you're a shooter, you can't be afraid to take the next shots. Cause like, that's your job. You need that confidence to know that like, nah, I'm a shooter. Like, that was a whatever one off and just like move past it and blow past it like it didn't happen. And that's the kind of confidence that you need where like, okay, oh, bad event, whatever, like, whatever. That was like, lightning strikes sometimes like i know the next one's better and you can move past that and not harbor all those bad emotions or feel like you're you're not good enough anymore or whatever it is you have to be able to move past shortcomings quickly Um, analyze fast move past even faster so but there there are instances where overconfidence can cost you a lot so i think there's points where you need to be like all right you know if i overreach here um, and I start failing legless rope climbs, the consequences are very severe. So, you know, maybe you need to take a different approach here other than like, I'm invincible. Um, so I think that in an individual event, you, you have to be smart you have to understand yourself and, and, you know, be aware of where your limits are. And sometimes you'll, you'll find a little bit of extra, go, uh, get up and go when you're in a tight race when you have bad performances, you need to have that mentality of like, nah, that was like, I'm better than that. That was, didn't represent me and then move past it. So you talk to yourself, you don't let yourself
0: talk to you. You talk to yourself. If something starts going sideways, you take control of the narrative.
3: So, I mean, sometimes you have, I mean, it's funny. I would say that my general self-talk is not like, my head's not an overwhelmingly positive place to be most of the time. (laughs) Um, Like what we do is hard. and, And it's like, there's so many times where you're doing stuff and you're just like, fuck this. Like, Oh, you need I that doing? fucking
0: book, dude. I, I can take that. Man. <laughs> like, uh,
3: but Patrick. you know, I think that you, you have to just understand what to do with that energy. Like I don't, I don't walk off of every workout and be like, that was fun. Like convince myself it was fun. And I'm out here having a great time. Cause I'm like, I'm here to compete and I'm trying to do things. And sometimes it's not fun and that's okay. Yeah. I like, totally agree. Got, agree so it's like it's not always sunshine and rainbows and it kind of pisses me off when people have that overwhelmingly positive attitude like they come up and they're like man oh man i can't wait to do that again it's like you fucking kidding me i will never (laughs) do that again unless i'm out here again and they're making me do it for points it's like i like a lot of this stuff is like this is a test and i'm gonna push myself to my absolute limit uh but you know that's part of the job what's fun is you know, passing your limits that you thought you had, or, or finishing a competition and being like really proud of the body of work, or saying, Man, some of these things I didn't think I could do, and now I could do it. That's fun. But the individual moments of like when you finish and you can't walk, like don't fucking come to the finish line and tell me how much fun you had. <laughs> if, you, if you did, you shouldn't have been walking around in 30th place. Like you should have been up here trying to fucking push hard and, and then tell me how much fun it was. <laughs> hey, um uh,
0: nice. what 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 is that um what is the feeling at the, at the starting line? It's a two-part question because I didn't want to put a word in your mouth. But what, what whatever the and then and then after you tell me what that feeling is at the starting line, are there varying degrees of it um in like the first event versus the last event versus events that you know you're good at versus events you know you're not good at versus events that you know you need to win like what, what is that feeling and, and does it change or is it like by, when you get up there and you hear the three, two, one, it's, there aren't variances. It's always like a seven or a – did you understand the um, question? I know that was a Yeah,
3: lot. it's okay. stressful. Like I think there's a lot of anxiety before starting events, especially at the start of a weekend. I think and, that, and your
0: relationship with anxiety must be so different than other people's. Like for some people, it must be really bad. For you, it's part of the job, right? It, it, it might not even be a bad thing anymore, right?
3: Well, I think it's how you analyze what that is. Like to me – like anxiety around competition is a direct representation of how much you care. Mm. And I think that like you get stressed and anxious and it's, I, I look at that energy as being like nervous plus excited. Like that's kind of what anxiety, Dude, that's some positive is
0: self-talk. What are you talking about? That's some alchemy. Anxiety <sighs> is how much you care. You're fucking alchemist but man.
3: it is like look you, the, yeah you i agree it, you wouldn't you wouldn't give a sh- if you didn't give a shit you wouldn't be nervous at all you just go oh, whatever happens happens you know yeah and I, that's a bit blase and i think that everybody gets stressed and anxious because <clears throat> man there's a lot of hours that we put into training and there's not that many opportunities to show what you've worked for you might you might get three or four chances a year to step in front of a crowd and be like this is what i've been doing all year long and th- it was for this time so I could come out here and show this. So you have to like, I don't know. You got to be able to take those opportunities and understand, like I used to have the same, I did a lot of school and I used to have the same kind of a relationship around exams um, where you, you have like, you get stressed because you don't want to fail. You spend a lot of time working and studying and whatever. And this is like, you need to be able to perform and show people what you know when the time comes. And I remember somebody telling me that once an instructor was just like, Oh, you're like, yeah you guys read and work a lot and then you should feel like when it's time to write an exam like it's time to show off like this is somebody and you can just be like bam this is what i know drop every piece of knowledge you know on them and like do it with swagger like this is what you work too hard to like show up and be and be freezing up like take it as look at it as a chance to like take your knowledge for a walk and like just show off
1: i'm like that's a pretty uh, interesting attitude did you and fraser ever talk about that with regards to school
3: no, I don't think. Show, us your, really skills, Pat, show know, us your I daddy skills, Pat. Show us your daddy skills. Get him. He has a similar. <laughs> my wife's crawling behind us.
1: She's on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my one of wow. my favorite things that I've ever heard Fraser say <clears throat> was from a, a Road to the Games episode. He was talking about preparing for an exam, and he and you know made the analogy to CrossFit. And basically, what he said was, "I don't love suffering. I love what the product of suffering is." And it's like, I'm willing to put in the time in the gym or the time in the library and the time in the books because I want to show up on test day and know that I can perform.
3: Yeah, and those are what's fun. Like, there's nothing better than walking out of one of those rooms, like keep the pencil. I know I ace that. And like, same when you're in a, on a competition floor and an event comes up and you say, man, I, like, good luck keeping up everybody else. And you can just kind of, when you finish and you're looking at the clock and the last few reps, just going, I literally just have to like walk it off that's a really cool feeling that is a product of a lot, a lot of work. Like those things don't happen by accident. Like when you see somebody absolutely crush a workout and then just walk to the finish line, holding their hands up, like that's the product of a lot of hours. So, you know, I think that the anxiety is high when you start, I think one of the things that contributes to that is that you don't know what everybody else is working with. Um, and you don't really know where you What does that mean? Field. What does that mean? What does that mean? <clears throat> you mean like how do you that I are? think it's, it's, still a, <laughs> it's still a competition. You just, you're, whether you like it or not, I could be the best version of myself ever, better in every single way. But if everybody else has improved, you know, mm. 10% more than I did, then you're still going to be be graded relative to your peers. So it doesn't We talked about like, that I to think-
0: Ben Smith. He's the fittest he's ever been and you fucking can't make it to the games. And yet he's a prior CrossFit mm. Games champ.
3: People are fit, like yeah, that's it's, what he said. Yeah. It's nuts. It, it's it's crazy. Feels crazy. It's crazy. So you know, I think that often when you start, you kind of you look around and you know people are fit. And I don't know who's been making big moves or making big improvements. And um, you know, it takes a few events sometimes to, for you to feel like okay. I – I'm back in the groove of it. There's a kind of a rhythm to competition and you get used to, you know, warming up, cooling down, being in the corrals, getting on the competition floor and you get used to those competition floors again, but it takes a couple of events. I would say by the end of the weekend, you're less nervous by far than at the beginning. Um, Even if, even when the stakes are high and it's like, you know, but you know what's going on that, you know, where the races are. If I got a race against Justin, like I know that, and I know who to watch and I know what to do. There's just, there's way less, potential at the beginning of a competition Mm. the potential outcomes are infinite so it's like you can sort of get a little bit if you're not careful you can get caught up and paralyzed by that kind of thing um you can sort of have paralysis by analysis if you're just like thinking about all the different things that could happen on you know friday saturday sunday and you're projecting too far into the future so it's uh I think once you get into it you kind of live moment to moment or the best athletes I think generally do and uh you get used to it again quickly but there's always that leading up you can feel it even at check-ins and things like that prior to first workouts it's you can feel it that the stress and anxiety is high
0: Um and Patrick do you want to say hi to one of our greatest um uh, donors <laughs> sticker people PMI Premium Services Sure what's PMI stand for I have no idea but this guy fucking is so cool
3: Hi, PMI Premium Services. There you go. That's what you got. Thanks, brother.
0: (laughs) Hey, he reminds me of the guy who, uh, Ricardo Montalban, the guy who, did you, you probably know that show, Fantasy Island? No. No, it was a great show when I was a kid, man. It was, it was weird. It's kind of like the Twilight Zone, but a little more like. Fantasy Island. That was one of those late night ones. Like risque. Yeah. It was like Twilight Zone, but there was a little more, it was a little, yeah, it was a little, Twilight Zone meets Benny Hill. (laughs) I don't know if you know Benny Hill. (laughs) (laughs) um pat have you ever have you ever how long have you been doing going to the crossfit games since 2015 so it's seven years have you ever uh, with tears in your eyes um looked at your wife oh there he is ricardo mantovan um uh have you ever with tears in your eyes looked at your wife or been holding your wife or or laying in bed and honey god i fucking really want to win the games no have you ever screamed no. to the heavens? Have you ever – is it ever, like, no one's around and you're in the middle of a fucking <laughs> hockey rink in Canada and you're like, fuck God, just fucking let me win this fucker?
3: I don't like, know. What, I mean – What do you need yeah, me to I've do? I've had some, like, frustrations around things like that over the years. Like where you
0: invoke a higher spirit.
3: I'm, like – I'm too pragmatic for that kind of thing. And I'm yeah. I'm too pragmatic and not dramatic. I need to, like – I will I would I would sooner sit down with like a pencil and a paper and be like what the fuck <laughs> what are dear you? Santa
0: hold gonna... my gifts and my son's gifts this year for a victory at the CrossFit game
3: or like or something like I don't know like write myself a letter to be like read this once a month when you're feeling like a little bit drained like just fucking these are the feelings you had at the end of the games. Yeah. Just read that every month to yeah. to keep yourself like in it and focused. Because there's like touch points are few and far between and it's like you know, you have to improve, but everybody knows the drill. Everybody's trying to do the same thing. You're trying to, what does that mean? Target. The touch
0: points are f- few and far between. What does that mean?
3: Well, I mean, you could, I mean, I'll, you might train four months without having I mean, to, without ever hitting a competition floor where oh, oh. you stack up. Right. Right. So you, you know, you, you train and you're like, I think I'm getting better. I think I'm doing this, but again, it's a moving target. Everybody's doing something. So you don't really know, you don't really know where you're at until you show up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just uh I'm not yeah, I'm not dramatic like that, so I don't think I have the those kind of moments you're maybe looking for, but <clears throat> and I'm you know, I like I'm what I got, of, I'm, I'm happy with my answer.
0: You're probably one of the best guests that we uh, you could, a podcaster could ever have. I'm very happy with that answer, don't... <laughs> <a great> <laughs> answer. <laughs> you know <laughs> that
1: <laughs> you know that strategy he was talking about of of writing a letter and reading it every month, yeah, you know where he found that from the movie Beaches. No, all those leadership books that he discarded, just assumed it was in every one of them.
3: <laughs> An after action report, that's right. Yeah, maybe it might be in. It probably is in some of those, and that would be sure, sure, sure. like, yeah, do it.
2: It's a staple.
0: Um, what, what, but before Mister Sam Dancer comes in and steals the show from you, what, what, um. What is your greatest um, steps forward this year? By the last... way,
1: isn't it great that Sam Dancer is not in the field just in case the heavy deadlift shows up? You feel a little bit better about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look, I'm not. I don't know. I think this might be touching back on a question that seven asked a while ago. When you have events like that that are supposed to be good, like if a heavy deadlift came out, and I know everybody's looking at me, I hate that. <laughs> it's like the that is also very stressful because it it sucks when you're like. Oh, well, I hope I still got it. Or, you know, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't do it, is it because I, you know, I just made a mistake? Like, is it like I had all the skills to do it and I blew it? Like those sort of situations feel like all you can do is break even or lose sometimes. So it's like, man, I, you know, you hope that you can hit those ones when they come right down the middle, but I don't know. Look, if Sam was in the field, there's no shame in second place in, a, in an event, right? You just have to try to accumulate points. I'd take, I'd take second place. You think how about this know, name think right
0: think here? They're... Is there shame in this name? Miss Pugface? <laughs> There's no fucking way she has a pug face. There's no fucking way. How, how did you face. get. <laughs> I'm going to change your name to uh, Miss Beautiful. You, you've been free. You've been free. Oh, how about this name? Sorry, sorry. How about this <laughs> name? Jackson off. Jack... All I see is Jack off when I see that. That's all I see. Yeah. Hey, that dude knows That's how to fight. That dude up. knows how to fight, by the way. That dude yeah. was fighting from that dude was fighting from kindergarten to sixth grade. That <laughs> yeah. fucking dude will punch you in the face. Kid, kids are cruel. Kids are cruel. <laughs> dude will punch you in the face. Pat should be regular. I we he is regular. I'm telling you, he's one of the best guests. He's easy to get in contact with. He doesn't make me sweat and not talk. You Do know, you think he, they should
1: <laughs> allow the Sam Dancer to compete in his speedo this year in the Masters Division?
0: Did he ask?
1: Uh, Uh, every video he posts himself working he's gotta be a
0: noble one that's all i was gonna say
3: probably not because it probably needs to have a number on it too
0: hey he could ask for the women's gear
3: though probably no exceptions no exceptions man you you have to wear the uniform
1: uh he could ask for um a oh oh, okay okay but now you can wear your own shoes how good of a change was that by the way that they allow you to wear your own shoes You you in favor of that I think it's fine. I think it's good. I think it sucks
3: to have to like break in brand new shoes and and then figure them out right when you get to a competition. That's no fun. Like I think it's just a better yeah, I always wondered more, about that. more fair, more, more equitable for everybody to like- Was oh it- oh, oh shit, oh shit,
0: oh shit.
2: Was there a break-in period? Was that hard? Did that ever mess anything up at all for you? Oh like yeah. Like blisters so and on, stuff you, like that?
3: You, you, hate, you hate equity versus equality. Oh
2: right?
0: shit, oh shit. Oh, <laughs> I tried to steer
3: good. it, I tried to steer it, <laughs> 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 Like tell us so, about but, those shoes. But, but, you understand the difference, right?
0: Between equity and equality?
3: Yeah. Uh, yes, so absolutely. Equality is that everybody would have to wear the exact same shoes. No, equity, exact, uh,
0: No, you have it backwards, no, my yeah, friend.
3: No, I don't. Equ- equity is everybody gets to wear the shoes that would provide them the advantage that they would want. Wow! So they get to wear this, their shoes.
0: This is a this no no equity is that the shoes are issued by the government and everyone wears the same one, so no one no, feels no, bad. No, 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 equality is is everyone don't has the twist freedom it
3: to make it sound like you you you're trying to get uh, God, your I
0: love you. Standard, standard I love there. You.
3: How equality the- is everybody has the same, no matter what their their needs or desires. Everyone has the same end of conversation. That's equality.
0: Wow! Now I see. Now I I get it. Now our difference. So <laughs> it's, it's it's over definitions of words. That makes me feel so much better. Maybe we're the same person. Uh, well, I I'll tell you this. I like whatever one. I like. It sounds like we like the same one. So you Sounds like the like, equity approach. No, that's the equality, but, but 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 that's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I got we, you. I got you. No, I got you. Say it,
3: say it. Say you like the equity.
0: I like you you are wrong about the definition of the word, but yeah, we're right. on the same we're on the same page. Okay, fine. Fine. I'm wrong, but I You're love like,
3: I recall having you Google several words that I've said on podcasts <laughs> in the past. So my guess is that I might be a little more on track.
0: Don't make me because I, because I keep referencing and I'm into um, learning. I'm not fighting with Patrick Vellner.
1: He's too smart. Okay, listen. <laughs> Look
0: it up. Listen, listen.
1: Don't forget, That's he offering. showed up to you his test right him, and he was prepared to show off what he listen, knew.
0: Listen, he told us he's going to work tomorrow, and working is him, f- him getting worked on.
2: <laughs> I don't know if we trust the first Google source. See, you know, you got to watch your sources too.
0: Equity means in each individual, a group of people given the same exact that pair of nice. shoes and forced to wear them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said.
3: It's settled. <laughs> um, just, anyways, I do think that it's, it's good. I think it's good that we get to, you know, use the stuff that you're comfortable in, that you've broken in, that you're, you're used to. Awesome. Sammy.
4: What up, gentlemen?
0: Mr. Dancer, hi. I
3: what was just taking fun? off, getting ready to let you uh, take over here.
0: Yeah, I have I have some words I'm I want to run over? by you, Sam. I have some words I want to <laughs> ask you about. Yeah, what's that? Nothing. I'm I'm tired of being shown up on my own show. I'm going to get 50 <laughs> DMs tomorrow. Fucking Pat schooled your ass.
4: <laughs> Him and Hunter schooled
0: your ass. <laughs>
3: Fuck yourself. Make me do the whole show.
0: Oh, Sam, are
3: you going to be at the games or no?
0: I am not. Okay. I am not. But keep your eye open for a CEO shirt. There'll be a few of those floating around.
3: <laughs> awesome. Well, it's good to catch you guys. I will, You're the man, uh, I Patrick. Go. I gotta give my baby a bath. Thank Thanks, Pat. you. Easy, Pat. I'll see you guys. See you Sam. Good to see you all.
4: See you Peace, Tuesday, love, you. and speedos. See you soon.
3: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you have to that now? <laughs> I moved him up here. I moved him up oh, here. Oh you I, did. I, I was I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: like, what the <laughs> fuck? I just circled everybody around and we came right I moved back here. up here so I can I'm kind like, of
0: I can look, look up this. here. Oh shit. Yeah, you're a big man. You need widescreen. Ah, look at that tan, uh, too. Looking good. Sam Dancer, uh, Brian Friend uh, with the black hair, and Matt Souza with the black hair. Oh, they got their names written there. You can you can see who they are. <laughs>
4: uh, you know I'm blind. Matt, Brian. The guy next
0: it. to you is Brian. The other guy is Matt. The guy below you is Matt. Hey,
4: guys. And I'm over What's here. Up, buddy?
0: Wait, I'm over here.
1: There you go. It took about two seconds when he logged into the... Uh... When we let him into the chat room here, that I was regretting my um, rankings for the men's 35 to 39 division.
0: <laughs> oh, Uh Sam, let's just start big. Um, so you're you're in it to win it.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I there hasn't been maybe except for my first year as an individual there. That year, I had a goal of like getting top 10. Um, I got injured. Re- before the games even started so my goals kind of shifted there but i mean i i think you'd be really doing yourself a disservice if you weren't going with the intention of of or attitude but, of winning you know but
1: i mean really i mean i mean really wh- you're you're um Sava in january or february you, whenever yes. wadapalooza was i ran into sam in the Bathrooms, and I thought and asked him. I thought he might be doing putting a team together this year, and he said, "Oh no, man, I'm going masters, and my intentions to win." That was January,
0: and I heard him say in the morning chocolate interview with uh, Lauren Khalil, um, with the overheating cell phone, uh, (laughs) uh, that basically you don't you don't want to you don't want to do it you don't want to do it uh, and 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 have any regrets. You don't want to be like shit. I shouldn't have had that milkshake, or I shouldn't have went to bed early that night, or I shouldn't have stayed out late. It's like this is. You don't want, you've gotten second place a couple of times. You don't want that anymore.
4: Yeah. And that was it. That was like, I would just kind of, you know, look back at my season whenever I have gotten like second with the teams. I'd be like, damn, dude, I, I, I felt like I did everything that I needed to do to put together a championship team and would fall short. I'd be like, what, like, what could I have done differently and I, I was like, well, maybe I just need to go full psycho and just every and every aspect. There's literally no late nights, like you mentioned. I used to. Well, I didn't used to. I still am a um, cannabis user, but I've omitted that from my um, from uh, yeah. Just omitted that um, for how long? I. Wit in January, um, and uh, except no gummies, for no on nothing. Some, on some occasion, I usually it with a lot. Like I used to have this thing called Fuck Off Friday, and um, <laughs> I have it's, that it's, too. It's not
0: called Fuck Off Friday, but <laughs> something else Friday. But go on.
4: Yeah, but uh, essentially, <laughs> I would allot myself one day a week to eat pizza um you know get an ice cream sandwich just indulge a little bit um i haven't i haven't kept that up the entire time but um i i have maybe on you could count on like one hand how many times i've i've smoked or um i had I'd an ice cream m- sandwich or had an ice cream sandwich <laughs> 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 um so, yeah, I've just tried to do my very best to to make sure that I checked every box possible. And, um, yeah,
0: when you do break the rules, um, do, do, can you still enjoy it? Like if you like when oh, you yeah. had. Oh, you still enjoy it. You're not like it with every bite, like fucking on suicide watch. No, like, no you accept it. You come to it and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm giving myself 10 minutes here with the slice of pizza. It's going to be yep. love and then move on.
4: Yep. Yeah, I enjoy it still for sure. Um, and I don't indulge so much that I like, I feel like shit the next day either. So I feel like I have a good relationship with the, um, with the indulgence. So how do you,
0: do, um, how do you do that? I can't do that. Like if I open like a bang, a bag of dried mangoes and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have one. It's a fucking ten o'clock at night. And all of a sudden, like before I go to bed, my stomach hurts. Cause I ate so many dried mangoes. <laughs> That's
4: funny. Uh, <laughs> someone messaged me today. Uh, something similar along those lines like
0: that was my other account
4: and, <laughs> yeah, and uh they're like do you have any do you have any <laughs> words of advice or encouragement or like things that i can do to get better at um uh resisting the urges <laughs> to do whatever you know eat whatever uh touch whatever Sivan." um yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. and i said i said i i don't have anything nice to say um you like know, like
0: like you want to say hey just quit being a fucking pussy
4: yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> suck it
0: up you cunt i mean it's the truth turn your fucking mind off drink a gallon of water just play this uh, clip now <laughs> yeah
4: and uh i don't know and maybe that's i'm a little um i'm I'm not being compassionate enough towards uh, people who struggle with that. I've just, I've never had a problem once I've made it up in my mind that I'm going to do something and be obedient uh, to it. So for me, the biggest issue is just coming into the awareness of, of of what, of what I'm doing. That's problematic. Uh, Mm. Just the ignorance of, of, of life, if you will, and, and being unaware of things. But usually once I come to, I'm pretty good at deciding what it is that needs to change and, and how I need to behave. Sam, how much time do you spend barefoot? How much time do I train barefoot? To
1: spend in your life barefoot.
4: Uh, in 2018, I think it was, I spent the entire year barefoot. Um, That includes airports, um, training, and... um. i don't i don't do it as much anymore i i did it a lot in san diego just because i was living on the beach um which is a really a big reason why i like to go there i i learned so let me backtrack a little bit in 2017 i went to the uh the ultimate hawaiian trail run and
1: that was your first time
4: no that was it was probably like my second time maybe (laughs) Um, but I just didn't notice this particular thing the first time. So, and maybe because I was just captivated by, you know, the Island itself. But the second time I was there, I noticed all these little kids running barefoot and they did everything barefoot. Even the kids that were like at the gym, uh, with the Kiala foundation, they were training barefoot and they had these monster feet. It looked like they had hands for feet none of their toes touched each other you know how a lot of people have that pinky toe that like kind of sits underneath the other toe (laughs) none of those kids had that and their feet like stood up on the ground they weren't flat they just they they Mm -hmm. were like perched up and um and it like it didn't matter what they stepped on like the ultimate hawaiian trail run is one of the most treacherous runs on the planet um there's like volcanic rock there's there's I'm blown away that it hasn't gotten shut down. It's it's crazy how, <laughs> how dangerous it is. But You're gonna get a call. Know, You're a call. You're getting a call tonight
0: from the Hoff <laughs> Uncle Hoffy.
4: <laughs> Dude's crazy. Um, <laughs> so I see all these kids running, and it, I'm like, you know what? I want to like I want to try that. And I had no intentions of of reaping any performance benefits from it. I was doing it purely to just to be like the kids and i wanted to show up the next year and run it barefoot just like all the hawaiian kids did um so i spent the next year barefoot all my training all my weightlifting, all my running um and in preparation to run the ultimate hawaiian trail run which is a 10k maybe a 10k it's probably a little longer um 10k race barefoot and i did it and on the backside of it was absolutely blown away with the performance uh, enhancing benefits that I saw. And it makes sense, right? Like from the ground up, like if there was a, any weak link in, in in our system that that would be, you know, a, a point uh, of uh, it should be a point of emphasis for you to train to match the rest of your body um my knee pain went away my back pain went away i got significantly stronger my hips felt great um but have uh, you read the
0: book have you read the book the the running book what the fuck is that book called
4: oh i i know what you're talking about no i haven't dude you
0: you would love it it's so fun it's such a great book
4: get uh, the audio the book is
0: about the
1: tarahumara right the running people in nevada nevada they're part of it
0: it's all just about his barefoot experience but yeah they're definitely part of it it's cool as shit
4: i was barefoot for two
0: years too sam it was great it was the best two years it was it was amazing did you notice significant
4: changes in in like in your your only
0: change the only change i really remember i mean i was a dirt twirling hippie but my my, when i when i did go back to wearing shoes i lost the size because my arch had gotten so fucking huge so I went from I a size, to size eight six. to a size seven. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I it yeah. was the width? I,
4: same thing though. My foot did get taller. Um, yeah. It got all. But, mm-hmm.
0: and, and I'm almost always barefoot now. I don't, unless I'm doing rope climbs, I train barefoot. I mean, I'm, I, there's no shoes are stupid. They're fun. No, I shouldn't say shoes are stupid. There's a place for them, but they're, they're like warrior gear. If I'm going to do warrior yeah. shit, like, yeah, like, like, like my kid skateboarded and then he had a bad accident and he's like, okay, I'm going to start wearing shoes yeah okay yeah skateboarding's warrior shit you're going to battle put shoes on yeah yeah that's cool and you even did the airports I did the airports too and all that it was nuts
4: anybody ever say anything that whole year no only at restaurants
0: yeah I get talked Mm. to at restaurants I still do it's crazy (laughs) can you imagine saying something to a 50 year old man barefoot with a CEO shirt on I'm barefoot and you're like sir you can't be in here with your well fuck yourself look at my beard (laughs) I got I got beard hair older than you. It's not even true. This thing grew in two weeks, but whatever. Um yeah. Sam, how is the vision make um competing? Um is the is the vision is is it um in, impair you at all? Is it a weak link? Are there things where you're like, uh oh, fuck. Like um, like at Dubai. We, we watched the Dubai Fitness Challenge last year and these motherfuckers can see and they made a wrong turn and cut the course in half. Yeah. <laughs> um, Is there ever like the group goes that way and you're like, huh, this must have been the girls and the dudes went this way, but you got them all fucking backwards. I mean, hey, I, so I, far in your CrossFit career, a competition, has your vision done anything to you where you're like, oh shit, I swam the wrong way? Or,
4: it hasn't really held me back too much. There's definitely been some instances where I've needed some assistance from the judge, um, and has always been granted to me. I've really never had a judge uh, deny uh, my request.
0: Give me an example, um, like, hey, can you boost me up to the pull-up bar? I can't see. It and you
4: can his hands <laughs> around your waist, Dude, uh, <laughs> you I want to see that <laughs> because it is it is really scary jumping up to a pull a black pull-up bar um, in a dark building. But luckily, the pull-up bars are blue uh, at the game. So they're a little bit easier to see. Um, but yeah, black pull-up bars in a lot of gyms are like, I have to kind of sometimes be like, okay, here we go. Um, but an example would be if there was maybe a shuttle run or a handstand (laughs) at Wadapalooza this year, I, I didn't see the line and I walked way past it, (laughs) um, and ended up walking into the bleachers. Wow. Um, Okay. So like got me there, uh, the monitors on, on ERDS. So just having meters being called out or calories called out, you know, I can't, I can't really see the monitor. Um, when I'm at least when I'm in a, a active strong position, you know, I can come out of position and lean forward and squint at the screen, but that's not going to be you know a great place for me to be, um, strong. Yeah. Getting work done.
0: And so, do, and and so do they accommodate that at the games? If you say to your, to your ref, Hey, can you tell me when I'm 10 meters or five yeah. meters out? Yep. I, I can't see the monitor. They'll do yep. it.
4: The, every, every time you're supposed to technically like go up and report it with like the head judges. I've, I, and maybe, maybe I should. Um, but pretty much every time I've gone out and I've made a request, the judge has honored it and been incredibly, uh, helpful. So um sam signed
0: a t-shirt for me when i met him in texas at the rogue invitational he's a good dude (laughs) hans hey hans uh have you have you looked at the field do you know who you're competing against
4: uh seems like a lot of new names relatively to me uh i am familiar with some i'm um i've i've maintained some contact with some but You know, a lot of the guys that I knew didn't qualify. Um,
0: Yeah, are you surprised? Are you surprised Hobart's not there?
4: Was he even doing it?
0: Yeah, I think
1: he was. Was he? Yeah. So they didn't even either qualify or they didn't uh, try to qualify. He did participate in the um, season, but he wasn't putting forth the same commitment yeah. that he did last season.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I really, think he I wanted to win it. I heard coming out of his mouth uh, right after the games that, "Hey, I'm coming back next year and I'm fucking winning." This.
1: I think that at the end of the games last year, he had that mentality. I think in the middle of the off season, he realized that with the, the way things were going with the cap programming, that that was probably not the place he needed to allot the most resources this year. So, so the, yeah. so the guy—I like don't recognize the any Greek. of these names either, except oh, for the
0: Greek guy. I oh, am not. What are you talking about? Craig Roy Gamboa is like, right uh, down there.
1: Craig, Craig Kenny, Gamboa, you know yeah. Julian Serna.
0: How about this guy, Roy Gamboa? That's the guy. Uh, that's Brian's buddy. I know
4: Roy. He I Brian Roy tried Roy to. Well.
0: Brian said we couldn't have you on the show. And we had to bring Roy
1: on. We had to. We had to <laughs> Rochambeau over it.
4: He's uh He's a. He's an awesome dude.
1: Roy was still making I've, the games he's, as an individual last year, Stefan.
4: Yes. I've I competed know. against him quite
1: a bit. Uh you're 35,
0: Sam?
4: Yep. yep, 35.
0: And and uh you have a wife and a 20 month old baby star.
4: Yeah, correct.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And um any any uh pool between wanting to spend time with the baby and, and uh train for the games?
4: You know what? That's I did. I did everything within my abilities to make sure that I spent every single day with my wife while she was pregnant, and I spent every single day of the first year of um, of Star's life. Attaboy. Um I I made like I made sure of that, um, which so there was no pull during that time because I wasn't right. really trying to do anything else but that so knowing that i was going to be making a commitment in the future to training for the master stuff um i wanted to work really hard to honor that and by doing that it kind of um it's kind of helped free up some space in my heart in regards to not uh feeling guilty and or, um, or having like an emotional difficulty with the amount of time that I'm, I'm missing with my wife and my daughter. During the Open quarterfinals and semifinals, I, I only missed out on the mornings with, um, with Star and Jen. Um, everything else I was there for, and it's been up until um basically this past month month and a half where i went out to train with Justin Maderos for like 2 weeks and then i When moved. did you do
0: that? Sorry, when did you do that? I want to talk about that when you're done with this story. When did you go out to yeah. train with him?
4: Oh, uh, it's been about a month and a half ago.
0: Okay. Sorry. Okay. Go on. So, so you went out there for two weeks and that was time yep. apart from your baby. Hey, and, and was that good? Was that nice? Was that by good? I mean, th- um, you take space and you come back and you're more invigorated and, and you appreciate it more. And is I mean, I, there's some positive to that, right?
4: Yeah. Yes and no. And, and,
0: and, and she gets to bond with her mom a little bit without you yeah. fucking hearing your deep ass voice and yep. you grabbing her and tossing her around.
4: <laughs> it's been, it's been really good. Um, I do, I'm, I miss them both tremendously. Um, I got to see them last week for about a week, and it was it definitely filled filled my my cup up. Um, but I I could tell even in that I'm like, man, I'm spending, especially with the routine that I had established without them. Um, you know, when I was training with Justin, we were working out four or five times a day. Uh, I never had the freedom to do that when I was living with star and Jen, it was two sessions a day and that was it. I had no extra stuff. I spent the rest of the time with the family. Um, and now back again to being alone, essentially. Um, I mean, in- where are you right now? Where I'm in Denver, uh, Colorado with Matthew Bickle, who you, you've met. Oh, mm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Matt's a good dude. Tell him I said, hi, fuck. Awesome.
4: I yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Good dude. So yeah, I've been living out here training up in the mountains um
0: is that for elevation training mm-hmm. good on you damn wow. you aren't fucking around no, yeah i not. was
4: just uh just in telluride for my taper if you will um which was all done everything was done over ten thousand feet and it was it was really challenging wow, wow.
0: um on that note um when my 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 wife spent every second with our firstborn and then when she had the twins literally like the day she had the twins she, she had no time for my firstborn for 3 months basically she had to like just feed the twins for basically 3 months so i would leave the house I, it went from being her kid to her never seeing that kid for 3 months and that was the hardest yeah. thing about having the twins she missed her first, because she would never. I would yeah. le- take him out in the morning. We'd stay out. She wouldn't. We wouldn't come home till six o'clock at night, and she get to see him for an hour, and he goes to bed. And that, you know that sh- that shit can be fucking hard, but it ended up being great because I got to bond with them. Yeah. So at least you should know that that like your wife's getting time, and you'll get your time. It's important yeah. for parents to spend some uh, one on time, one on one time with the kids. Yeah, and and, it's, and you're not fucking off doing heroin. <laughs> fucking whores. You're preparing to, you're preparing, you know, you're you're driving you're driving the the strong coffee company business forward w- with your brand. You're driving your nonprofit forward. You're you're becoming healthier. I mean, it's it's a it's a fucking great thing. I mean, I know it's easy to say and harder to do, but fuck you're doing it. So yeah,
4: I appreciate that, Savon, a lot. Yeah. It's really it's really nice to hear that. And, and probably she's I, spending
0: time with the grandparents and they don't got you around being like, don't hold the baby like this. I mean, everyone's, you know what I mean? It's like the fucking lions out hunting some shit and everyone gets to fuck off a little bit.
4: Yeah, I appreciate hearing that. It, yeah. It's because I'd be lying if I didn't say, you know, I didn't feel that those pulls and that, you yeah. know, the, the emotional side of it um, at all. It's, that's not the case. I do feel it. And um, to, to be reminded of, what good is coming from this and not to be focused on just the separation uh, between the people I love and myself uh, is, is much appreciated. Thank you.
0: Okay. I, I noticed our viewers are dropping quick. Let's sh- shift subjects. Justin Medeiros. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Here it goes. We're upticking again. Uh, Justin, you, so you, t- so you, do you know him or do you just call, you know, Adam and you just, or you know, Ellie or, or someone over um, there and you're like, I'm Sam dancer. I'm yeah. coming.
4: <laughs> I know Justin. I uh, well, kind of funny story too. Um, I texted him. and I said, "Hey, I'm going to come out and uh, and train with you for a little bit before the games," and he he kind of misunderstood, I guess, like what I was saying, and he thought that I was like coming out to like hang out, and he was really nervous that he was going to have to like take care of me and feed me and put me up in his house and, and little did, little did he know that, you know, I was going to end up being the one cooking for him and he was going to be coming (laughs) over to my place. And, uh, and we were going to be training our asses off for a good amount of time. So, and then I got to know um, coach Adam pretty well and Ellie really well. And that's your first uh,
0: time meeting Adam.
4: I've we've had some, some, you know, interaction, but nothing, nothing like that. Nothing where we're spending real quality time with each other.
0: Did you, did you, how'd it go? Do you like him? How is he? Is he a good dude?
4: He's great. i learned a lot from him. I've had, I've had some great coaches and mentors over my 10 year career in CrossFit. And, um, it was absolute privilege to get to work with him. And I, I was definitely able to take some, take some things away from it and um yeah that's funny you, you know you bring him up because I I thought I was going there to train with Justin uh little did I know I was I was going there to get coached by Adam and and also get to train with Ellie um, um
0: we had a Matt ecstatic. O'Keefe on we had Matt O'Keefe on and he called Adam uh Knifer a top five human being and fuck that says it well that yeah. guy is such a special man. Yeah, here he is. Yeah, he games. Is. CrossFit Games savage, but also just a special, just a, a sweetheart of a, of a gentleman. And and you yeah. now now you know right why Justin's over there and why Ellie's yeah. over there. So I Ellie's mean, a savage, huh?
4: Yeah, major savage. Like she's got she's got some home runs in the tank. Like she's gonna be able to, I think, win a couple events. And yeah, she's
1: by win uh, he means get second to Tia.
0: <laughs>
4: <Jeez>.
0: <laughs>
4: but um yeah, she's, say, she, Sam, she, go ahead go ahead I was just gonna say she's she's definitely young and she's still building her skill set and learning but she's she's got she's got the gears to like I said go win some events I think at least so um yeah I, I'm really looking forward to seeing um her compete at the games
0: and anyone else there um that notable while you were there and the, uh, any besides adam any other big names besides knife or uh, Ellie? oh who's the girl in the middle are those two girls are those go- i don't recognize them are they games Who athletes.
4: trista um, and
0: christina oh, yeah. Metz.
4: trista is a uh teenage athlete um she's 16 i believe i only got to train with her a couple times. Um, Carlene Matthews was out there. Once, no shit. But, um, wow. It was mostly just me, Justin and Ellie.
0: And it's, it's, just so it's interesting because I think I don't want to mischaracterize what Justin said, but I think Justin prefers not to train with other male athletes, but I think because you're a masters, there was a, I might, he's not competing against you directly. So it's okay. Um, w- were you concerned that um you could accidentally get injured training with these um kids that are made of rubber still?
4: No, I wasn't concerned. I was like I was Did I Did Adam
0: ever talk to you? Did your wife talk to you? Hey Sam, don't chase these fucking youngins down.
4: Dude, I was I was not only chasing them, but I was giving them the business a handful of times. <laughs> yeah, um, awesome. I, I was that's what I was going there for. I was going there to compete and um, kind of have a, um, a simulated effort in regards to doing everything that I could to beat. And I I told I told Justin before I uh, before we got really started in our training, I said, Hey dude, when I'm like almost every day when I'm training, I'm thinking to my, even though I'm not competing against you in my age group, I think to myself, what type of effort do I need to give to beat Justin Medeiros in this workout? So, um, it was really cool to, uh, you know, I've been taking that attitude into all of my training, but to actually put it up to the test and actually go against him, um, was it? It was a lot of fun.
1: Sam, is this the? Do you think this is the most well prepared you've been for a, a games team, individual, or otherwise?
4: Yeah, it, man. In hindsight, I, I, ne- I didn't anticipate being able to get in this level of shape in the amount of time that I had. Especially after taking like two years off, I, I just kind of yeah sold myself short a little bit, and that's why another reason why I thought masters would be a good a good way for me to get back into competing. Um are you do you feel like
1: you've gotten good enough that you actually could have made a run at the
4: individual 40 this I'm, year? unless unless Rich comes over into masters next year, I'm going to go back into the individual. Oh cool. Oh wow, that's amazing. Um and Wait, 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 wait. I was like whoa. waiting for
2: you
1: to jump in there Seven, <laughs> <Stop laughs> just hold on one second.
2: to compete against Rich? That's awesome.
1: All right, go on. <laughs> Does your, do you in in the preparation you've done this year? Do you notice anything that's significantly different about your body?
4: Um, I've been able to maintain a, a little bit leaner of a physique than I have been able to in the past. Um, it's it's kind of been hard for me to um, you know ride that line, and and typically when I get down under two twenty. I just don't, I don't feel strong anymore. I don't feel explosive. And, um, I, I think in the past that's maybe because I just mismanaged my nutrition a little bit and was maybe just doing my cuts in a little bit too aggressive of a manner, uh, rather than doing it kind of progressively through the season, um, so that's probably been the biggest and most significant change for me is being able to cut a little bit lighter than what I'm I'm norm I normally compete at like two thirty five-ish. Um and I've been able to hang out around like two twenty-two, two twenty-five. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but that ten to fifteen pounds has oh, yeah. been really nice. Um to and maintain that too and still feel energized and and strong and explosive so
0: what was the richard richard uh uh, uh, fronin jr line again what was
4: it i'm
1: very impressed with your patience there thank you thank you, (laughs) thank you
4: i plan i plan on returning to the individual open division unless richard decides he wants to come try masters out so, so,
0: so if Richard comes to master's, you will be, um, giving him the business.
4: Uh, I'm going <laughs> to do everything I can.
0: As they say,
4: as yeah. they say
0: in the hood, giving him in the <laughs> him Port Vancouver hood. The wow. Th- no, Man, that I, would...
4: honestly, I still feel like I'm getting better. I really do.
0: Um, I, what I- about your recovery? What about your recovery? That's, that's
4: been that's been the thing,
0: that's been the thing in the later years for the athletes. Yeah. Before the shit completely um, falls apart, it's the recovery.
4: It's been great. It really has been. I've been doing a lot of sauna, a lot of ice, um, and like working the soreness out of me. And whenever I do have it, um, I supplement with HMB. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but that has that's been something I've taken for quite a while, and have noticed a significant like reduction in, in muscle soreness and it also increasing my recovery. Um, nutrition has been something that I get better at year after year after year. Um, and just, uh, my training too. Um, Sam, have you been learning- sponsored
1: by the same food company for a while or have you changed it up?
4: I don't have a food company sponsorship. Okay.
0: uh, uh, uh-, uh uh, uh, I, I want to know what HMBD, H, a, a, I
4: want to know what that stuff
0: is, but, um, Elisa Carr Radow says, ask the question, Sevon. we were talking, we were trying to figure out what you were going to wear at the games. Oh, will you try to wear, um, the women's shorts at the games? Will you try to get the women's gear and, uh, and, and put that on? Uh, what will you do to try to, you know, work out in your uh, minimalist attire that we, we're, yeah. we're accustomed to seeing you
4: in? I put a request in when we fill out like our survey um for what all tea our- wears
0: you just put what tea wears <laughs> yeah, <I said>
4: what, <laughs> whatever Tia gets is what i want yeah um but at the very least i said uh i don't want the the swimming briefs i want a speedo so yeah if we do any swimming events um i hope they honor that
0: I, I wonder what the rule is if you went, cause you're allowed to take your shirt off. I wonder if you went out there in the gear and you just took the shorts off <laughs> out there and you just had a speedo on underneath, if you'd be good to go.
4: I think if my number was on it, it might be okay. That's always been oh the number. The, you can't lose so much clothing that you, you lose your athlete number. So, um, maybe I can get some custom, um, uh, speedos with my number across the crotch
0: you know they've they're starting to do that some custom shit for uh ufc fighters The the i forget i think venom is their thing but like there was a ufc fighter like from the stick somewhere and he was a hunter and he was the first one who got special you know booty shorts camo booty shorts so maybe yeah. someone at noble oh and you're you're sponsored by the by the guys
4: by the by the title sponsor the noble yeah. crossfit games
0: yeah Maybe they, yeah. Maybe you could put
1: something in, get a little home cooking.
4: Yeah, I'm. Now they, uh,
1: you have been with Noble for a long time
4: since day one.
1: The the original. Wow.
0: That's a, that, that that's amazing. That's cool that you've been with. Have them you for noticed so long.
1: this uh, a significant <laughs> evolution of their footwear? I, I tried out to Nobles in two th- uh, very briefly. Obviously, you have an intimate. I've tried some some of their footwear in two thousand sixteen or seventeen. I wasn't a huge fan, but yeah. as I've gotten more working at the competitions this year, I've found myself wearing their shoes uh, more often.
4: They're uh, they're they definitely from the beginning. They they wanted to kind of have this like Chuck Taylor type shoe you know the shoe that was un it was just that was the shoe um and the chuck taylor hasn't changed ever um and that was kind of they wanted this shoe that they could ride and it would be their 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 marquee shoe their their the shoe that the the entire brand would be built around A forever and shoe. um and they've they've made some new iterations of it and they've they've worked to um you know, make things more comfortable and make things more durable. But um yeah, like so th- I would continue to expect there to be a a mild evolution to are you to involved
1: this, in that process at all?
4: <clears throat> a little bit more back in back in have the them day. make a
0: shoe for a man, please. Could you tell them that <laughs> to make a shoe with a wide toe box? Like like we're, like
4: we're working on it. It it's happening. Um And and I was going to show you my, my
0: wide toe, but I can't find it, but we need a, we need a toe box that like my toes can fit in. Like like my toes aren't smooshed together. Yeah.
4: I'm constantly in communication with, uh, with, with Michael, who's one of the, the lead designers, one of the, one of the owners and, um, and, and working towards getting into more minimalist shoes, wider shoes. Um, open open toe, like running sandals and whatnot. Um, and you, you have to understand they have they have next year already mapped out, you know so and also they're like 20 steps ahead of any ideas that we have. And it, it just takes time for these things to to, you know, actually, be brought to the market, um, and yeah. So it, like all, every um. release is planned out for the next for the next year. You know, every every shoe that is going to be uh, come out over the next year has already been decided upon, has already been designed, is 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 already being wear tested. Um, so just yeah, the process takes a while, and and it it makes sense though also too why a company uh why they've been able to have the level of success they've had and being so diligent with their planning and their their marketing and and everybody within the business knowing what to expect and being able to get on board with that um so but yeah i've gotten to work a little bit on the creative process uh less and less as the brand continues to grow you know when we first started we had there was three employees and uh, a couple athletes. Now there's hundreds of employees. So their, their design teams and and marketing teams have, have really, they should fire
0: their marketing team. Sorry. I I tried to stay. I tried. Sorry. I've been trying to stay quiet. I'm trying to stay quiet, but they should fire them. They should fire. (laughs) Just a little feedback. Uh,
4: I'll give a. I'll give a full report, Savan. Uh, <laughs> they know. Oh, they know. Minshew fire the market. They know. Team. Those they are know. the notes. They know.
0: I don't want to, I know tomorrow people are going to be like seven. I, I, I'm not, I'm just, I, 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 I don't want to get into it. Cause I love you, Sam. And I, I don't want to get into it because, cause, <laughs> yeah. cause I, 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 I like your, they already like argued
1: you, with our previous
0: guest. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I, I like it that you have sponsors and, and I like it that I know they're supporting a really good human being and you are an asset to humanity. And so I'm not interested in, in, uh, saying anything negative. Okay. I, I wow, want to shift gears. I,
4: I, I, what, that was what? pretty good. Okay. Good. That thank was, I am really impressed.
0: I'm gonna take one. And say, you, don't Sam. worry. I'm gonna get fucking butt slammed in the um in my DMs <laughs> for, being, for being a pussy uh, all yeah, for the next things, 24 hours. Yeah. This, right? uh, I, I want to talk about the strong coffee for a second. Can we uh, can we bring up their website? Because, yes. um, so I I um I ordered a gains box and I got my first shaker. So what do I, I was doing with the strong? So I drink so I drink this uh, I drink Paper Street coffee for um podcast and for working out I drink uh, strong coffee. So I like to do, but, but, um, I was always stirring and I always drink it with milk. I stir it in milk, I but like it would always be, too. it would always be like powdery and shit, but I didn't care. I kind of liked it. So, so this one right here, that's the one I, I love, like the red. Oh God. They're the all so picks. good. They're nuts. So I put, have you had I put the honey lavender. No. Which one's that?
4: The purple one.
0: Oh no, but I have that. I got that. I haven't tried that's- it yet.
4: That's it right there. Iced, iced honey lavender.
0: So, I've even I've started putting this in a shaker now with milk.
4: Yeah. I do like you do that? that? Yeah. I like that route too.
0: But then I want to add milk. You can, and I guess the way a shaker works is you can only fill it half, halfway because you got to have room for the shake. But then afterwards, I want to fucking pour more milk in it, but the bubbles are all the way up to the top. Like, do you have you have you cracked the code on this, how to mix this with enough milk to?
4: Yeah. The, um, the frothers, the little spinner mixers. Oh, yeah. Everyone keeps telling me to get a frother. I don't
0: know what that is. Everyone keeps telling yeah. me I need one of those. I'll
4: get you um, one. They're just little mini blenders. Um, Who's going
0: to clean that after I use it?
4: Just rinse it
0: off. They clean fine. I'm not cleaning shit. Even they're
4: if you clean. don't clean it. Even if you don't clean it, it'll be. be ah, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes,
0: Sammy. No shoes, Sammy. Don't clean the frother, Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That. And then. And then the black one, I like this one. Do you guys still sell the black? Yep. It's just a black jar of coffee. So this thing, uh no, it's in a plastic. Not the blue.
4: Go to the blue one.
1: Yeah,
4: no, that's it's our- just in
0: a it's just in a plastic. Um well
1: that's they they were distributing those for a while because the some of the supplies they needed to make the color bags weren't uh available with the- are you? oh you don't sell that
4: thing? jar anymore? We have the jar. That's like you go over to the black one. I'm sorry. That's that's the, the plain coffee.
0: Oh, but you don't that's, sell it in a jar anymore.
4: We do not sell it in a jar anymore. It comes in a oh, bag
0: now. Okay. That's the one. That's like my go-to. That's like just add hot water and fucking throw it down the gullet and fucking work. Yep.
4: Just I love it. it I love the the ease and the speed of it and and I like that I can travel with it and it's yeah. It's Uh, something I really enjoy as well.
0: Are you like being a part of this company? Uh Adam Von
4: Adam von Rothfelder. Yeah. Yeah. Good buddy of mine. Um I've I've gotten to be pretty close with him really from the beginning. Um it wasn't until within the past like two years that I I became to come to have ownership of the company but um you know from the beginning I've I've been really close with Adam and believed in the product and and How come it doesn't taste. say the
0: Sevon podcast on there? Look well, at this shit.
2: that's say now it can cuz we yeah, got okay. it now that we're here yeah, yeah, we got yeah, some yeah, exposure. Yeah, we get yeah, a little yeah.
0: logo yeah, down yeah. there.
1: get my logo up there God We'll damn get it. you up
4: there. We'll All get right, you right, up right,
1: there. Right. Hey um by the way, that guy Adam, I've I've ran I've had a chance to meet him twice, went to the Hyrox event, went to Wadaplu's this year. He is he just gives out the persona of being incredibly passionate about what he's doing. And uh, as a result of uh, seeming like a very genuine sales pitch basically about his product, I have uh it's become a
4: daily part of my routine as well. Yeah, he's he's an inspiration to me. So he's very hard working um gentlemen and um it's it's oh been, you don't have to wash it you can just no yeah, you can spin it you can just spin it savant and it cleans itself okay
0: wow that's <laughs> <14 bucks>. uh, <laughs> i love something that's self-cleaning and you just spin it um yep. or spit on it uh <laughs> sam um, it, that I'm going to give some uh, financial advice to anyone out there listening right now. And you tell me this, is if this is right or not, if uh, anyone ever with the last name, Von Rothfelder wants to go to, into business with you, say yes. <laughs> I mean, that guy just sounds rich
4: as fuck. Dude. right? What a great name. And I always have to say his whole name, whenever we have phone calls, I always have to say, good morning, Adam Von Rothfelder.
0: <laughs> yeah. I said BKG this morning and I was so angry cuz I always like to take the time to say Bjorgvin Bjorgvin Karl Gudmundsen. Nice. And I and I fucking just ran over him today and said BKG. I was like, or was it last night?" I was so frustrated. I was like, "Why did I do that?" <laughs> <sighs> um, you, you were you were an art major?
4: Yeah, art major. Well,
0: what was your medium?
4: Mostly ceramics. Um, I I did dabble a little bit in some jewelry making and um, cool. and some a little bit of design and some work with acrylics and charcoal. But I my main focus was ceramics.
0: Is it behind you?
4: Are you doing anything that. else? Any, no, any no. It's I. So I own I own a kiln and I own a wheel. Oh. Oh. Um, I. Don't get to do it as often as I would like, but it's, you know, sometimes in life you have to choose between not only just good and bad things, but two good things. Um, and hey,
0: I, I'm seeing this thing. I'm seeing you in a, in a series of photographs. <laughs> naked, naked <laughs> at, the, at the, what's that thing called? The spinner thing? The wheel. The wheel. You're naked at the wheel. Your penis can't be seen, but but people know you're naked. Yeah, yeah. And then you make some pieces. You know, how you're supposed to drag your hands on it, like yeah. to shape it. But you you do some uh, ornate work with your penis.
4: So there's this guy. Named, oh shit! I knew it. I named, knew it. Yes. Name Picasso.
0: Picasso.
4: <laughs> my brother came across him. Find him, him Souza. Picasso. To, my brother wanted to get um uh, a good friend of his for a wedding gift this this painting that was commissioned <laughs> but he wasn't gonna tell he wasn't gonna tell him that that dude painted it with his dick so and he dips the, his
0: dick in paints and then drags it around on the even
4: better films it
0: wow films wow it. And wow will oh my god will... he painted that hugh hefner
4: dude he's a wow amazing artist
0: (laughs) he looks like patty the baddie the ufc fighter
4: he does he does
0: oh my goodness it's patty's dad holy shit it's patty Pimblett's dad well that explains everything
4: you're on on to something there buddy
0: (laughs) um you were you were you were anti-gun yeah
1: like like me
0: like me guns are bad and dangerous and yeah, they hurt people yeah i and, hated them and like me you have um found a <laughs> utility for them um is is there a big big picture understanding to it i mean because they they've killed 1.6 million people in the united states since 1968 or something like that yeah and, and, uh it and and and, and you know they, that never happens in the Netherlands, they only have three shootings a year because they don't have guns. Um, yeah. is there a, ha, ha, have you thought about um, why, why you're okay with it now? What happened?
4: Uh, I have an answer to that, but not probably one that you're really looking for in oh, regards darn it. Okay, to next
0: subject. Yeah.
4: <laughs> the, you know, the more political nature of it. Um, and for me, what changed it was I got trained. I got trained to handle a firearm, and it, it helped me tremendously. Why um, did you do
0: that? Why did you get trained? What, you wanted to, uh, you were facing your fears, or you wanted to clear your ignorance? Why did you get trained? If you're like, this is a piece – I hate cockroaches. Why do you have a cockroach collection now?
4: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and realize that they're vital to the health uh, of the planet. I, I hate spiders, and uh, I my roommate bought me a spider so I could um, – Deal with that too. Wow, um, it 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 helped a little bit, not much. They they tried to tease. <laughs> they tried to tease me too much with it, so it it kind of scared mm. the shit out of me. But, <laughs> um, so you but, te- no how did you get you. who
0: who was like, hey Sam, you got to get over this, and you got to take a gun course.
4: So my my brother had been going to this. um, Tactical training center in Farmington, Missouri. It's a bunch of Navy SEAL and MARSOC.
0: Your real brother. Your real brother? Like, okay.
4: Yep, my real brother. Um, And he'd been really enjoying it. And I could see that he was really having a a great time learning all the things that he was learning. And um, I married into, so my brother married into a family that's avid duck hunters. They have this duck hunting property that is, literally second to none. They have a commercial kitchen in one of their duck blinds. Um, What state? Wow. It's in, uh, it's technically in Illinois, but it's, it's Missouri um, is where they're all at. But um, I went, I went duck hunting, um, which I was like, I was terrified about, but it was just kind of like the camaraderie of getting to meet my, you know, my new family and, um, I actually really, God, they it. must drip on you. God, they must drip um, on you. <laughs> they, yeah. Thank they, you a little bit. Um, but we're good. We're like, we're family now and yeah, friends yeah. and, and fuck I you really, deal with me. I, yeah, <laughs> I really enjoy, um, I really enjoy their company, even though it's completely counterculture to my lifestyle, um, completely like we have very little in common. And, um, it's, it's been quite a pleasure, um, getting to, it's like the CrossFit gym. Honestly, there's a couple hundred people in, in my gym that I'd probably never hang out with if it wasn't for the gym. Mm. Um, some of my best friends are in their sixties, literally people that I I choose to go hang out with and go over to their house and, and have dinner with them and, and do art with them. And, um, just, and, and have fellowships. So, uh, similar to that, it, it, it just kind of, it it, 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 was cool how it, something. How like do you see good kinda. enough to shoot a gun? So because of my eyesight, uh, and I had a, uh, they
0: gave you a baby gun.
4: No, they gave me a shotgun.
0: <laughs> oh fuck.
4: And, um, also another good story. I I beat Josh Bridges in a uh, skeet shooting contest um, years ago. Um, but wow. here's why. Here's why my eyesight doesn't affect me because people become target fixated. So that means they're looking at their target and they're not looking at their sights. Yeah, I can't really see my target very well, so I become hyper focused on my sights, which are like right in front of my face. Ah, oh. um, so I become su- fixated on my sights, and that allows me to have a cleaner shot than an individual who's focused on their target. So, and he's
0: farther away from the target if the target's in the air than you. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> there we. Yeah, there was a handicap there too. But, um, so getting kind of back to it, going hunting kind of opened up my eyes a little bit, being able to like harvest my own meat was a really, I was terrified of it at first, but it, it really helped me, um, kind of find a, a, a passion for it. And I, I enjoyed being able to bring home like 15 pounds of duck breast to my wife and daughter and be able to feed them with that. That was really yeah quite amazing and then um just between that my brother getting into shooting and i have another good friend um jared stevens who is like loves that stuff and it's just it's not really my thing but i've i've come to really um i i i enjoy it like i'm gonna go try the tactical game stuff out and um i'm i i have fun going now to go going to shoot with my brother or go hunt with my brother-in-law um, or go do um, uh, firearm and fitness competitions with my friends Jared Stevens and Jacob Hepner so um, it's that's kind of been the the way that I've I've gotten over the the disdain that I had for firearms and just getting classically trained has really helped me uh, levy the fear and um and see um uh i don't know that i necessarily see the need for them or uh again i don't want i don't really have any political stance on them i just like i've really enjoyed it i've, I've learning how to handle it is has been that'll come, and,
0: that'll come next that'll come next we had the tactical games on this guy on the show uh, uh, Jared Halbert
4: yeah I'm, mm-hmm. i know him pretty well
0: that dude's cool as shit
4: yeah he's a savage
0: and if you were like left on the planet with just like 10 people i'd pick one he'd be like one of the dudes
4: oh without a doubt yeah like, that
0: dude gets shit done
4: and i the all those so I got to go to that um, tactical training center with my brother and meet a bunch of these Navy SEALs, meet a bunch of these Marsock guys, and get trained by them. And and they are just they are there. And that was that was another kind of driving force, just seeing how badass these guys are. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was yeah. So it's it's being cool.
0: badass is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Friend. Yeah. Uh, what well on a, do you think Sam Dancer is going to win the thirty five to thirty nine Masters division this year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Sam, and Sam. Just so you know, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He does. He doesn't lie. We, we put him on the spot, and he yeah. Uh, he doesn't. <laughs> he would say something. He's he's very good. He would be if, if you didn't think so, he'd be like, he's very good. I'm, I'm very impressed with his, uh, his dedication to going out to train with Justin was fantastic. But he's wow. Okay. Uh,
1: I mean, look, other- it's, the same, it's, it's it's honestly it's the same thing that Vellner was talking about earlier. Like we spent uh, 45 minutes or an hour with him, and and you know his level of commitment is very apparent. But I don't know what Roy Gambo and Julian Serna and some of these guys that I don't know as much about have been doing this past year, and I'm sure that they're going to show up. They're in really good shape too. Sam no. has, uh, you know, an incredible base of fitness. Like he said, he's been competing for ten years. He's competed at this level as an individual and as a team member, and he'll know. You know, he has all those kind of advantages that some of the other guys do too. And uh, you know, I feel like we could stand for hours with him. There's a, he's a he's a wealth of experience, and I think that that really comes into handy uh in, in a setting like the games.
0: I'm sorry you cut out. What did you say about a
1: handy? <laughs> right Sam I I, I
0: I Sam's
2: reaction is the best.
0: <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate you coming on, brother. Um throughout throughout the week we may we may bug you um if it's convenient for you come on. If not super low
1: stress. Uh yeah. Sam so, do either so- you or, or bickle play the guitar?
4: no but um i have a good question for you that he would really want for me to uh ask you guys if you could play any any and all instruments in the world or speak every language in the world which would you choose
2: i'd go with every language
1: <laughs> i i am so bad at music that playing music <laughs> I, I think like it's like a, it's like a total mystery to me. So I think I might choose that.
0: If it was, I would choose every language. But if it was back in the days when I had a harem, I would have chosen uh, music.
1: <laughs> like I, I've 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 lived in a Spanish-speaking country and spoken that language, and it's it's very cool. I've traveled around France at the time I was able to speak French. It was very cool to be able to talk to people in other languages. But I can conceptualize it. I think that this fact that playing music has always been like very difficult for me. That that would just open up a whole mm. world of creative freedom. That it's ap- that's appealing in that regard.
4: That's a good answer. Good answer.
1: Whoever
0: has mastery of the language is the main sorcerer uh, on on planet
1: Earth. Yeah, and so he like, gets hypnotized by the music. Yeah, that too, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh Please tell, please tell Mr. Bickle. Um, I love him. I got to have him back on. I miss him. He's a great dude. He's, uh, yeah, he's 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 a great guy. I tell you, he's my
4: uh, he's my coach. Th- my coach this year. I've oh, noticed you guys yeah.
1: I, in all my travels I've seen him but I've never met him and I've always felt like I've been missing out.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully easy, at easy. the games you can uh, <laughs> you can uh, finally get to have that interaction. He's an amazing human. Yeah. And uh, it, it's he's been a lot of help for me this season and um, just keeping my head on straight and and putting me in good positions to work my ass off and get as fit as possible.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. If there's anything you need from us, text us anytime. Uh, tell Adam, Please. I said what's up. Tell Bickle, I said what's up, and uh, we'll be talking soon.
4: Cool. Thank you, guys. It was a real pleasure. Love you all. Until next time. Thanks, thank you. Sam.
1: See you, dude. Another day on the Seven Podcast. Dude, Sam Dancer, man. he has done a lot of really cool and unique things uh, relative to most people.
2: Yeah, I still remember an early podcast with uh, him on Barbell Shrugged, probably like 2014, and they were like, he was like swinging out of like a flask of Jack and stuff while he was on that podcast.
0: Oh, no shit.
2: Yeah, they were, I forget who they were with, but it was a kind of like a mix of characters after a competition. So I think it had just ended or something like that, and they were kind of kicking back, and he had a little Jack in the cup and stuff. And So it's funny to see that evolution of him as a person, a father, an athlete, you know?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he's, he's, uh, I, I, I mean, I get this uh, camaraderie with him because we're both so strong, and we're both dirt twirling hippies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, not the strong part. Yeah, he's, he's, he's. <laughs> uh, I feel like he, him and I maybe there's some similarity there, or, or, or Ronnie Teasdale, Rob Earth, like this, like. Mm-hmm. There's definitely that thread. Like this blue, blue to blue to red uh, pill Um, tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. I'm going to sit down with the owner of CrossFit uh, T.Y.L. And you will find out what that stands for. And it's pretty damn awesome. His own name is Chris Dorst. You do not want to miss this. This is going to be the first of 52 podcasts I'm going to do with affiliates this year. It is going to be something special. I made a statement on one of the shows that uh, I was making a direct uh, you know, statement to the, the leaders at CrossFit HQ that they need to take their responsibilities extremely seriously because there are people in the middle of this fucking country and all over the world who have spent every single cent and every cent of their families to put food on the table by running a CrossFit gym. They believe in you and they need you. And this guy reached out and said, Hey, I'm the dude in Iowa and uh, i've been an affiliate for 8 years and i put every fucking cent into it and when you hear this guy's story i've started doing some research on him it's it's fucking intense man if you if you work at hq and you don't want to feel the heat don't listen to this one if you do want to feel the heat and you like pressure this is the one you want to hear this will motivate you like if i worked at hq this would motivate me to want to work hard every single fucking day this is the kind this is why you do what you do at the mothership then at 6 p.m. Done. Brian friend Matt Susa, and myself and the great Daniel Brandon will be coming on. And we will be asking her everything about her toe spacers that you've ever wanted to know. The tell then, all. The tell all, yes, the tell all Daniel Brandon. And then at 645, we have Jason Grubb, two times CrossFit Games champion. Uh came, uh, he called into the show one time. I didn't know it was him, and I just started ripping on him. He <laughs> uh, described my mom to him. <laughs> he, thought he, was, he thought he was my mom. <laughs> And then on Thursday morning, we have the great car Saunders, uh, maybe the only true threat um, to uh, Tia Toomey. Um, And then in the – I don't know. Someone else will probably come on that show also. We don't know yet. And then uh, we have James uh, Sprague and Dallin Pepper at 630. And then the next day, Friday, we have the UFC show. We have Amanda Barnhart. We have Lazar Jukic. That day, it's like just podcast nonstop. Yeah, and there's a couple others that might sneak into that day too. That'll be really cool. And then on Saturday, this show is going to be fucking wild at 5 p.m. <laughs> it is the most knowledgeable fucking people in the CrossFit game space, walking planet Earth and
1: myself. And we uh, are yeah, going I would, to. I would include you in there. Okay. For this particular That's category, so sure. you might be at the bottom, but cross the games in general, <laughs> you can hold your
0: own. I'm like, I'm Sorry. like, uh, I'm like uh, uh, Julia Cato. I made it to the games, but like, I've taken a beating for some false reporting about me on my way to the top. Um, and, uh, it's going to be a crazy show. I mean, we're, we're going to have Chad, Chad Schroeder. Um, Chad Schroeder is like the wizard, like the wizard of odds, just the dude behind the curtain, the know all, like he's the only guy that Brian's like, did I get that right? That guy's coming on the fucking show. I don't even know if he can talk. It's going to be crazy having him on here. (laughs)
1: If you if, if you've been a fan of Buttery Bros for a long time, Chad was interviewed by them at Wadapalooza back in 2019, I think. It, uh, and he made the video? He made the video. Oh, oh I wow. got see. We, while yeah. we were there together.
0: Uh and Brian and John Young and Andrew Hiller and J.R. Howell and I don't think sun- John Young, I think you kicked him out so that you oh. can play. Oh yeah, fuck John Young. He'll uh, be watching in the comments. <laughs> yeah, he'll be tearing us up in the comments. He, he, might be feeding, to, he might be feeding some on draft picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, might man. be texting me draft picks. It might be me and John Young on the same team. It could be the Biden effect.
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's your
0: team name? Uh, it should be. Anyway, this show is going to be crazy, and we're all using this um, uh, app that's in beta that um, Tyler Watkins has designed, and it's basically going to be, really be a fantasy cool. league. And it's it's the, the text thread's already Isn't out Kaleesi of control. on this thing? Yes. 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 Lauren Khalil from the, the morning women. chalk up is gonna be there. That's gonna be awesome. It's yes. gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh so that's Saturday at 5 p.m. we we scheduled it at 5 p.m. so you can watch this and then still watch uh the UFC pay-per-view. So um priorities. Think, yeah. And then uh, I think that morning I'm gonna do a live call-in show. It should be nasty. And uh <laughs> Great. And, and then on Sunday, uh John Young comes back, and and that's when we start really getting Sweet. fucking serious. Uh the name of this show is 2022 CrossFit Games Indie Male Predictions with Brian Friend and John Young. and I th- th- I'm already getting a lot of DMs that saying that Brian is already frustrated and uh, regrets having John on. So I can only imagine <laughs> what the next two shows.
2: I love not it. At all, guys not at all. I love it. I love the pushback and like I. It's well, great. it's one of
1: those things. Like when John comes on the show, usually the more the more heated that it, if it ends up getting there, uh. <laughs> We'll end up having a conversation later that day. That's a really <laughs> good
2: conversation. <laughs> you guys have to like settle it out outdoors. No, it's sure.
1: no, it's it's really good. John and I don't speak that often, but we always have good conversations. And yeah. I do, I do enjoy the challenge of having him on the show. I mean, I know he doesn't agree with me about everything, and we but we usually both bring good um, positions to the table, and it's fun to have someone who can do that.
2: Yeah, I love it because the value it brings to the audience and the people watching. Like even me just as like sitting here, like I when I hear you guys go back and forth and stuff, I just learn a ton and that's just it's just really cool coming into the games to have all that
1: information it makes it exciting. Uh, by the way, I got a I was a little nervous about this morning's show cuz I mean, going have like a set game plan really for it, but I didn't know how long it lasts. I got a ton of gr- good feedback from that this morning. which was really, yeah, was really great nice. What
0: what does that mean? What's good feedback look like?
1: Brian, uh, you were cute. Uh, some people, for example, said uh, <laughs> that I was cute, and other people said that um, they actually like that like more than a prediction show because it gives them something tangible to think mm-hmm. about with regards to each athlete. Instead of saying, like, this one's better than this one, they could actually say, like, oh, no, well, this one might do better at this, but this one's actually pretty good at this. And I think that if you don't really take the time to study each of the individual athletes, it's really easy to just rank them against each other without realizing that, like, how do they end up in that rank at the end of the weekend?
0: Dude, it, it, there's so many people who could give two shits about the games who watch the show and just want to just like party with us. And, and they're now like interested in the games. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of them.
2: Me too. It makes it so much fun with all yeah. this, this information yeah. that you guys bring. And then we pick our athletes and you, everybody grabs favorites. It's cool.
0: Yeah. It, yeah,
1: it's good. I love it. Can you put Elisa's coming up before we go? Let's see. Uh, Brian, don't worry. You're, you're, no, you no, are no, about, uh, about Heidi. <laughs> she has my number now.
0: They were oh. all just hiding
1: in the DMs. Oh, d- it's escalated.
0: Uh, what l- let me see this one. This I always like the long ones, <laughs> Anthony. If you have a 12 gauge, look into shot. Oh, it's gun talk. All right, fine. Thank you. Uh, make sure you go to vindicate. I don't know where the website is, but uh, make sure you go there and get all your gear. Uh I love the shirts. I think he made this shirt. I think this is his purple shirt. Um just so you know if you're ordering a shirt, I'm pro- I'm 55163 five, maybe. And this is a fucking large. I've been underselling you. Yeah, th- this is a large. So like be smart. Like I-, I don't know who the fuck wears a, me- a fucking medium. Hey, I did 20 <laughs> I did 20 rope climbs for time today. With shoes? Yeah, I did I did wear shoes.
1: I wore shoes, socks and sleeves. Yeah, serious. we saw your knee sleeves on the split snatch. The videos, I mean, the videos your, your coming uh, out. Shins. Are
0: you going to try to match my time on that, Brian? When the video comes out? Okay, that one's not out yet.
1: No, the twenty rope climbs for time. Oh, the well, twenty rope climbs. That's today. Um, that's hey. what I could excel at. Maybe I'll do it too. Maybe I've done twenty <laughs> rope climbs and workouts before. Not, I don't not think I've done twenty for time. I was kind of surprised at at
0: how uh,
1: difficult it was. I feel like I could hold a. Th- 30 like one every 30 seconds for a while yeah yeah
0: it it just gets weird when you get to the thing is is this right you're doing them and you're just doing them and then you kind of like get to 10 and you're like okay i'm gonna push a little bit harder and then you get to like 15 and you're like i'm pushing a little harder and then you're like uh uh-oh and you kind of, and I I mean I experienced my hardest rope climbs ever doing that today with the camera there. Fucking knucklehead filmmaker dude came over again. He wanted me to fucking awesome. do Cindy. Like, Fuck you.
1: Hey, it's, it, more and more people are doing that five minute echo bike, five minute off, five minute echo bike. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. that's the cool part about it.
0: Um, are you are we gonna ask Danielle Brandon any hard questions tomorrow? Are we just gonna just like look into her eyes and be like, Hi, how are you? Good to see yeah. you you're so strong
1: it's gonna be the, the one you're thinking about i was so i was hyped up for the morning one after your sales the morning one's gonna be dope it
0: really is gonna be dope if you're an affiliate owner i think you're gonna i think this series is gonna be nuts yeah it's i should see. fucking have danielle brandon on it to just juice it up like just pop it and be like hi
2: <laughs> just figure so to throw it in the title
0: oh yes how about that? Brian, you work over at the morning chalk up those fucking guys. I'm going to have to have a talk with Lauren Khalil on Saturday. She interviewed Matt Torres. His name's not in the fucking title. It says Daniel Brandon and Phil tune. You pull that video. These motherfuckers. Are you, we need to get more serious with our titles. Matt Torres's name is not in the title. Are you looking now, Brian, at the morning chalk up website?
1: No. Oh,
0: okay. I talk, talk I'm
1: not an, I don't uh, have an involvement with the uh, title selection for the I'll videos. A, I'll have a talk with Lauren and her videos over there are starting
0: to get more views than my videos This is bullshit. <laughs> Cause I'm you've been spending sure to too be much bad. time over there, Mr. Friend.
1: All right. I, I think I got a podcast with you every day for like 10 days in a row. Good, good, <laughs> good. We're selfish. Shit ain't going to suck itself. All right. See you guys later. Bye.